Welcome to the Organized and Productive Podcast with the Organized Flamingo. I am your host, Stephanie, a professional organizer and productivity expert. Ready to explore the right organizing and productivity solutions for you? Yeah? Well, then let's go. Hello, Organized and Productive community and listeners. Welcome to our next episode of Organized and Productive, the podcast with me, your host, Stephanie. And today's episode is a really fun one, I think. It's a really fun one because it'll have a little bit of humor, but it also is practical and it's like real life, okay? So if you, you're listening, you probably already saw the title. It's all about what to do when you receive gifts that you don't want and or need. And it could be during the holiday season. It could be during birthdays. It could really be any time of the year. Um, so it's really tokens of appreciation that somebody gave you for some reason to celebrate or whatever. And then now you have it and you don't know what to do with it. Okay, so that's what we're going to talk about. As a professional organizer, I see a lot of people keeping things that they really didn't even want. And honestly, they didn't mean to keep it. And then it just kind of happened. They felt guilty about releasing it. And then it started to accumulate and accumulate and accumulate. And now it's just a hodgepodge of things that they don't need, they don't want, but maybe in between they thought they could use it. And now it's just one big fat mess. So that's what inspired this conversation. It's me seeing that so much gets piled up when you could have addressed it when it was entering your space to begin with to avoid some of that accumulation. Now, I'm not saying this is the answer to decluttering, but this is one of the many tools that I hope you will have at your disposal so that when you're receiving these items, you have some solutions to let it go, to release it, or to actually use it. And then, you know, eventually do something with the item versus it just accumulating dust and then just piling up. So let's get to the tips. For those of you who like to know what's coming up and you like to create a list and, you know, have it outlined, there's actually a whole podcast, by the way, uh, on how to take notes on some of the productive ways and how to take notes, the different notes types of solutions that are out there. If you want to listen to that episode, I will link it in the show notes. So, but if you would like to know what's coming up, like, you know, you like having the table of contents, we have about nine total tips that I'm calling out on this episode. There was a bonus one. So it's kind of like nine, 10, uh, give or take. So there's about nine or 10 tips. And some of these are, well, I'll, I'll group them together in a way that, you know, it's more practical, like the practical tips that require less, the least amount of effort. So I'm starting with the least amount of effort to the most amount of effort. Okay, so these tips are going to range from like, okay, this is something you can do quickly when you are receiving the gift or the item what to do so that it doesn't accumulate. And then we'll go through the list with the ending being more of the, there's more thought to it. There takes a little bit more time. Um, and so for some of some of you, it will be worth it. And then for some of you, it won't, which I will also talk about within the, the tip. Uh, there is a download that goes along with us, this episode. You don't have to download it if you don't want to. But if you're more of a visual learner, if you like to have like a, like a sheet or something that you can keep track and or just like follow along under, then this download will be for you. And you can find it in the show notes. Then I'll link it down there and then you can just print it and then, um, you know, go and follow along with the download. Tip number one, it's the easiest, which is just to keep it. (laughs) 
And you're wondering, like, wait, what do you mean keep it? You just said this is about not keeping the item. But here, hear me out for just a second. Again, this is we're going in order from the least amount of effort to the most. If you if you just your first impulse was, I don't like it. It's not me. You know, it's just not something I want to keep. I get it. And I do. And we're going to have eight other tips that talk about releasing it. But the first one is you might just want to give it a try. Try something new. This moment may be a good moment for you to say, hey, you know what? At first, my first reaction was I don't like it, but let me give it a little bit of try. Now, if you want to keep it, I just want to make sure that you have a timeline to try it out. This is especially true for maybe like a new fashion, something someone gave you, maybe your, you know, your aunt gave you a sweater that she knitted and you're like, ah, not so much. It's not my style. Uh, but if you're, this is more like if you're on the fence, if your first gut reaction was, I don't like it, I don't like it, then that's that. But if your reaction was more, it's not my style. She doesn't know me, but, uh, you know, I kind of like it. Give it a try. Give yourself about a three month or, you know, a a short amount of time for you to try it on, put it together with different outfits and then release it. What some people will do is they'll put like a little like a note or you know, on your hanger, if you keep it in your hanger, or if you have a drawer where you keep these items, like it's it's the tryout section of your closet. Uh, and if it's an item, like something else for around the house, maybe it's it's just like the tryout section. It's the same section where you have your returns, where you have the items that, um, you know, you just they didn't fit and you need to return. So like that's that section. So give it a little bit of a try, see if you like it, but give yourself some parameters to give it away or to you know, release it the, the next phase. Um, but hey, you might like it. So don't be totally turned off when your first reaction is I don't like it. Okay. So this is tip, a very quick tip. This is the most uh, least effort. You keep it under your possession, but you have boundaries within keeping it under your space. Second on this list is the exchange and return. This is, again, we're going from the least amount of effort, right, to the most amount of effort. So this is, it takes some effort. You have to drive to the place. You have to find the place, especially if it's a specialty item. And that's even if you know where it came from. So this one has least amount of effort because technically, if you have the re- the receipt or you know where it came from, you can quickly go and do it. But if you don't, then uh, then you're you're kind of, you'll have to move on to the next, some of our other suggestions. But the exchange return. So this is where if hopefully they gave you a receipt with the item or a place for you to go return it for, especially if it's an item that is dependent on your size or color or preference, you know, it's not like a book or actually a book is one of those things, but it's like, if it's something generic, then I guess you don't technically need a receipt or or something like that. Um, But anyway, I hope they gave you something like that, a way for you to return it or exchange it. So you can just, you know, get the um, color that you want or whatever it may be. This is where you kind of need to gauge how comfortable you are with the person. What kind of relationship do you have with this person? Because if they didn't give you a way for you to return it or exchange it, you might have to ask. And uh, it's probably easier for you to ask, you know, a family member or a friend um, than a coworker maybe or, or somebody you don't know. But also you may not have the best relationship or more comfortable relationship or open relationship with the person who gave this to you, regardless of where or you know, if they're family or not. So you may feel uncomfortable asking. And if that's the case, and you are going to move on to one of the other suggestions on the list. But this is number two. Immediately go and exchange it, return it, put it in the pile, put it in your car, and add this to your errands list. 
If you don't have a receipt or anything like that, but you still want to return it, you can also call the company if you know what kind of what the brand is. You can just look up the brand, the tag, the company that it came from and, and ask them, you know, hey, I got this as a gift. What are my options? And they may be able to give you a gift receipt or an exchange and, and you know, you can go it that way. So don't forget customer service for the company may be um, able to help you. They would 100 percent rather you be a happy customer. Most of the companies do, and they would rather keep you in their ecosystem. So if they can just exchange it for you, they will um, instead of you having to return it and stuff like that. So definitely ask customer service. Okay, next on our list. Remember, we're going from um, the most at least to the most amount of effort. So the next one is to throw it away. I was going to put this as our number one. I mean, throw it away is like the simplest, you know, I don't like it. Thank you. And I don't like it. And then you just throw it away. But the reason I put this as my number three or kind of like third on the line is because there is some emotional maturity that comes with this. And this is, if you're listening to this episode, many of us and me included, but you know, all of us have this guilt associated with, with someone giving you something like, I don't, I feel bad. You know, what if, what if they ask about it in a year or in a week, or what if they want to see me wearing it or you know, all this other guilt that comes with gift giving and receiving. So this takes some emotional maturity and for you to be, work, you know, for you to work through that. It's probably easier for you to release and throw something away that a coworker, maybe I'm assuming like a coworker or somebody that just you don't have a, a close relationship with or maybe somebody you don't see as often. So those people are going to, or those gifts from those people are probably going to be easier for you to just dispose of the item than if it came from somebody that is probably expecting you to to wear it or to see you with it, right? So throwing it away, that's an all, always an option. Around the organized flamingo, we try to keep things out of the landfill, get the most value for, for, for your items. So this isn't our favorite, but sometimes the solution to getting through the decluttering phase and and getting through like especially if you have hoarding tendencies sometimes just throwing it away is going to be healthier for you and for the overall solution than you hoarding it and or keeping it because that may actually give you a negative consequence because you'll keep accumulating okay so i'd rather you throw it away than keep it just to keep it but again we have other solutions that hopefully will work out a little bit better Next on our list is the donate option. So actually, the next two are fairly self-explanatory. Um, four and five are donate and sell it. It's usually what we tell people. You know, you're either going to throw it away, you're going to donate it or sell it, and of course, keep it. Um, so these are the the, the donate sell. Um, if you don't like something, you just say thank you, you know, to the person, whether it's informally or email a card or whatever, and then put it in your donate pile. It's time to let it go for somebody else that can use it and have better use of it than you would. Uh, the selling, same concept, you know, it's um, if you, especially if you think you can get something for it, we're always about getting the most value for your items. If you think you can, you have the time, you have the um, availability, like the time, the passion, and, you, and you're good at selling stuff, then sure, why not? Especially if you can do it on a, like an online marketplace, have it up there, list it, you know, um, or, you know, whatever, however you, your preferred method of selling it, then go for it. Um, so those are the four and five. Okay. So remember how I said that I had a bonus tip in here? So it's like nine, technically 10 tips, but the, this is the bonus. I didn't add it as an official 10th or it within the count because this is associated with our number five. So this is like a B, like 
the sellet is a five, and then this is like five B, right? Like the, they're closely related. This is all about trading or bartering. There is a much um, bigger community now in the bartering world be- because of all the online social networks. And this is where social media really comes in handy. You've got the Facebooks, you've got the Instagrams, you've got the, um, or Poshmarks. I mean, this is more of the, um, more of the online sell- resellers, but online communities. They have great groups. Um, if you join like a Facebook group or something like that, where you can trade. So everything there is free technically, but you trade it. So it's a, tra- a trade or a barter. And you just have to find one in your, in your local um, community. You can also ask your neighbors. You can ask, you can just ask online. Your library may know. And so the bartering system is similar to selling it. You, you will still put a listing out there for what you have. Then someone that is interested in the item will contact you and offer you something else in exchange for that item. So that is why it's an A and a B because you're not selling it. Technically, you're not getting financial monetary uh, in exchange for money, but you're getting something equally maybe as better or maybe even better because there could be, especially for the rare items, maybe somebody has something that you've been looking for and you couldn't find and no money could find it, especially for collectibles. This is a really good category for collectibles. This is a really good category for things that were passed down to you that um, have no fight. They, they don't have like an actual financial value because it's more, it's, we'll talk about the antique world and the vintage world on another episode. Um, but this is where bartering could come in handy where, you know, you have something that's rare, someone else has something that's rare and you can just exchange it for what you actually will be able to use so that it doesn't just accumulate dust for each of you. So bartering or selling is a really good option as well. Okay, the next one here on our list of of things that you could be doing with items that you received and you no longer want or need is the re-gift option that, um, you know, that's uh, what a lot of us do, right? We put it in the pile and we just re-gift it to somebody else that may need it, maybe for the white elephant, maybe the annual holiday, whatever it may be, or for the next birthday, you just re-gift it. This really comes into play a lot for kid items because for kid birthday parties, you know, things like that, like you end up getting like doubles or triples. And so a lot of a lot of parents, I know that they'll just have like a re-gift pile, which is great. But this is, here's the thing about re-gifting. First of all, you need to have a space where you have like a re-gift area and you do have to keep track of who gave it to you, right? Like how terrible would it be if somebody gave you something and you forgot that person gave it to you and then for the next birthday or their child's birthday or whatever, holiday, Christmas, you name it, you then re-gift it. Like that is just, you know, that's probably not the, especially if the person didn't know that you didn't like it. I mean, if you maybe had a conversation with that person that you didn't like it, maybe, but if they didn't even know and now you're re-gifting it, eh, you know, probably not the best practice. So keep it, keep um, like a little sticky note or just put like something around the gift so you know who gave it to you. Just keep get organized in that way. Put it in a bin, put it in an area of your re-gift pile. That's fine. Um, but again, just keep track of who gave it to you. Just a good custom. This tip is really not, I'll tell you who it's not for. Uh, it's not for if you have hoarding tendencies or if you live in a space where you're already limited in space. If you have all the space in the world and you you are good about letting go, and actually going through your stuff and decluttering like every season, like I have uh, mentioned in some of the other episodes, awesome. You, This is a great qualifier for you. But if you have hoarding tendencies or you have a hard time letting go of things, this tip may not be for you. So cautionary tale 
on the re-gift um, and or a household boutique, which I have a blog post about. I put it in the show notes, but a household boutique is like the area that you have where you go and quote unquote shop before you actually go shop. So before you go get a gift for somebody, you go into your um, household boutique, which includes items that um, were given to you and you know are in good condition, probably new, and you can re-gift somebody else. So good tip for for all of you. Our next tip is all about gift exchanging. So it's similar to the re-gifting, but different because a gift exchange truly is, um, this is actually the the type of tip that, oh, excuse me, exercise that you would do or an event that you would do during big holidays. So this this is like, okay, every, you know, at the end of the holiday season, you would have a gift exchange party. And what that is, is you get a group together that is totally different from the people that gave you the, the actual gift. So, so it would be maybe with your coworkers. So with your coworkers, you come back, you know, back after the holidays, maybe January, February, and you have a, an ex- gift exchange party. Because your coworkers were not at your family's gathering, those gifts were not gifts that they gave you. So you would hold your family's, um, you know, items that you did not like or want or want to keep, and then you would exchange it with your coworkers. And so you have a gift exchange party. Same thing, vice versa. You know, maybe you had um, items from your uh, from your work, and then you can do a gift exchange with family or friends or something like that. So just make sure that the gift exchange party is separate from the people that gave you the gifts, if that makes sense. This is really only if you have more than one gift that you didn't like. Um, I mean, I guess you can do it with one, but I've, I've seen it do it in different ways. Um, but it really works well as like a fun get together after big events, like big holiday type of events. Um, whatever you may practice in your own culture, religion, or you know, environment. So right after that, where you tend to get a lot of tokens, like gifts, then that's when I would hold this gift exchange. Okay, so this tip, the next tip here is one that requires a little bit more work. And remember how I said it, it, it goes from the least amount of effort to the, to the most. And this is more for the true DIYers like the ones that actually will get this done, okay? Remember, not all of you will actually get all this stuff done. So if you are um, either a handy person or this is up right up your alley, this tip is for you. But you know, create like a memory box or folder for the gifts, especially if you have a hard time letting go. This is especially true for items that are given to you by very special people in your life. Uh, but you just really didn't like it. So you would take a picture and you would have a special folder on in your phone maybe. Um, of the things that they are giving you. And so now you have documentation of it. You have a way to remember those items. This is especially true for big um, items that you don't want to lug around, like furniture. A uh, family member maybe passed down something that um, they gave it to you for a holiday or whatever, your birthday, and you're like, oh, thanks, but it's not your style. So you would take a picture and you would put it in a folder. And that way it would really, you know, you can, you can let it go, then you can sell it and you can use one of the other tips to release it, but then you create some kind of um, like a memory folder or box. This is also for like a bot, like a true DIY or craft. Uh, you know, like if you were given clothes from a certain family member and, um, you know, you you don't really need it, you can create something that will memorial, will keep, will keep the item, um, but in a different format. So this is where your like DIY crafty self will come into play. You can um, create something else out of out of the item. So that's this tip. And for our next and final tip, it's more for the business owners, okay? But actually, anybody can can use this tip. 
Um, but I left this at the end because it's the most effort. And also it's probably, you know, more if you you have like a community. So it doesn't have to be a business owner, but like a bigger community. And it's to give it away on social media or wherever, like to your community. Uh, you can raffle it off. Uh, this is especially true if it's items that are good in value, but you don't want to go through the effort of selling it or posting it up online. Um, or maybe you you do, but you're afraid that, you know, the person is going to see that you're selling it and now it's just awkward. Uh, so give, giving it to your community and letting the person know that it's going to somebody who is going to be really excited um, for the item. This is especially true for if you got books, a book, like a book or, or a something that you already have, you have it, you have it already. You already have a duplicate. This is a duplicate um, and, and you can give it away. So like books, I would say CDs, but that's like, yes, like 10 years ago. But, you know, something that you already have in your possession and you want to raffle it off, you can create a basket. Uh, maybe all the items, if you've received more than one of a duplicate, like a blanket and, uh, and a book, then you can create like a little bundle, get some tea and then just put it together as a gift basket for your community for your clients, um, you know, something like that. But of course, this is especially this really only qualifies if you receive something that was in good condition. Um, gift cards. This is a really good category for gift cards. You're like, you know what? I don't really go to this place, but thanks. Um, so you can include a gift card in that gift basket uh, and then give it away as a prize or raffle it off or donate it to your community and or um, clients or something that is community based. Friends, that is our list for today. What do you think? Let me know. If you are thinking of using one of these tips for um, your items, let us know over on social media. I love supporting you and cheering you on and encouraging you to only keep the things that you enjoy and are of use to you. There is no reason um, for you to be keeping anything in your space that uh, you know doesn't doesn't bring you joy or use for that matter. Not even uh, joy. It could just be like if it's not even useful, why keep it, right? So we're all about that. And, and but I'd love to in encourage you and cheer you on if you've made those hard decisions, but also good decisions for your overall organizing journey. So I will cheer you on over on the social media platforms. Um, I've put all of our resources over up down in the show notes, including the downloadable, uh, the link to the downloadable for this um, exercise. So that way, if you're more, like I said, if you're like more of a visual learner, I've um, inserted all of the tips in the sheet already. So all, all you have to do is print it and next time that you receive an item like this will be like a quick and easy prompt for you to just kind of you know see which one would fit the criteria for the item that you received. So I have that in the show notes and then also the other episodes that I think could be of use with this conversation for you in your organizing journey. So, all right, with that being said, until next time and happy organizing. Thank you for listening to the Organized and Productive Podcast with the Organized Flamingo. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love it if you'd leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast player. It helps with letting people know that we're here. For full show notes and resources, head on over to theorganizedflamingo.com slash podcast. Happy organizing. Happy organizing.